You're listening to The Kylo Show, the podcast where we talk about how to keep your love on no matter what and why whole healthy families are going to save the world. And it starts right now. Hello and welcome to The Kylo Show. We're back and we have company. You guys want to say hi? (laughs) Sherry, go ahead. I know you. Hi. Happy to be here. Come on, Ben. Let's we're, team up. Let's gang up on him. Let's kick him out. We're <laughs> Dad, landing. they're trying to take over. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's always working on replacing me. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dramatic mud. That, that took a turn. Uh, I did. I was going to say <laughs> land, landing the marriage plane, but we went that direction, so that's fine. Let's talk about that. <laughs> we are landing the marriage uh, train. We've been on this series for the last six weeks, which has been fun. We've kind of done variation of things and uh it's you know it's it's kind of it's been fun to have just ben and i and the two of you and then mom and i and the boys Mm -hmm. and the men sorry and uh (laughs) the boys (laughs) i'm always trying to keep the inner boy alive so Mm -hmm. you definitely move on sorry (laughs) but it was it's been a it's been fun it's fun to talk about different things but we're kind of wrapping up and just wanting to make really loud what we feel is really important when it comes to the goal of marriage. And so um feels like a, a good topic to end on and mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, the goal of you hearing our heart and our success is this piece is really important to chase mm-hmm. after. Yeah. So what would you say, dad? Absolutely. The goal of marriage <laughs> I, I, or one of them, I guess. I yeah, know if it's the I, one. I think, you know, the goal of love is to, um, mature like like i'm, I'm going to continually mature and in doing so displace fear so that there becomes an increasing amount of security that comes to the relationship so in my relationship with god i am on a journey of trusting him more knowing him more letting him see me more mm-hmm. being more connected that maturing process is is really what helps me to to glorify God, to give him credit for influencing me, affecting me, um, displaying the the oneness that is in in that maturity. And I think the same thing goes for a marriage. You know, we are called into unifying our lives to become spiritually one. And in in uh, and in that Nobody gets credit. Hmm. You know, we get credit for the life that we live together. So it's it's indiscernible who did what to who <laughs> to make this, you know, in a, in a human way glorified. Like we give God credit. And then the same thing goes in moving our relationship into pursuing God so that we can't even say we did it. We actually give him the glory for what's happening. And that's the fullness of joy. That's unspeakable joy. That is, um, you know, the, the reward is that we found our father's pleasure and he is happy with us, you know. So, I mean, yeah. in that, I don't know what... Is there a bigger goal than that? I don't have one. <laughs> it almost feels like 
some of it is can be, you know, used within the love languages. Like I, I like me um, enjoying you is just you, me thinking you're funny <laughs> or whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be with you is a form of joy for you. You know, like, are you enjoying me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My affirmation leveling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think you're funny too, Danny. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love you. <laughs> I get all your jokes, Ben. It's true. You do have your own little dad joke world going on. We don't. We, I, I hate it when I tell a dad joke and Ben's not present. I know. I, it, like, oh, you two have, you wasted, definitely have your own little world there. Yeah. Just don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, you're talking about the no one gets credit, which I think is a beautiful way to say that. Um, but I was sitting thinking about basketball and teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I, I was thinking about Michael Jordan. That's where I go when I think about basketball. And just imagining if it was just him on the court. We'd be telling a different story today about that man's life, but because he had a team around him, you know, he he still gets some credit because he did some great things. And and you know, husbands have showed up when they needed to, wives have stepped in when they had to. But it's a it's a team sport, mm-hmm. and and so it's just a, a such a beautiful reminder. It feels so important. Mm-hmm. I think there's this culture where we're looking for the hero, and it's my job to be the hero, and I have to save the day. Yeah. And it's it's just a different story we tell when that's that's not the leading narrative. Going with the uh, sports analogy yes. here. Uh, John, <laughs> Thanks for reporting, Danny. Yeah, John, John Wooden, uh, the uh-huh. famous coach of the UCLA Bruins back in the day. Um, he he always said that it takes uh, ten hands to make a basket. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's and great. You're like you're like okay. This is this is the goal. The goal is really mm-hmm. a unit. Mm-hmm. Like how how are we displaying our unity? Yep. And and then yeah. you know he would say when when you make a basket, when somebody passes you the ball and you make the shot, you turn and you point at them. And one of his players says, well, "What if they're not looking at me?" He goes, "Oh, they will be." <laughs> <laughs> Another sports analogy. Okay. Come on, here we go. Sherry, thanks for reporting live. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is uh, cycling teams are Mm -hmm. not a team sport. I mean, they are. They have a team, but no one ever remembers the names that, like, who was on Lance Armstrong's team. No one knows, but they had specific roles to make life easier for Lance. They took certain things on Mm. and pushed hills and became drafts and did all these things. and But the selfishness of, of Lance Armstrong in, who, in his day was, um, you're here, you're on this team to make me look good. Yeah. You know, you're, you're here to help me across the finish line, and that's your job. And it's, it's such a weird, selfish way to, to look at it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm sure other, other cyclists did it better than Lance, but it is definitely... I think that's the oneness as you grow into, you, you know, we're becoming one, you more and more, you, as you connect in your relationship, it's just one. Yeah. That's one great. Purpose, one I, goal. I, the, the fruit of a, a marriage that has lots of joy going on. I was telling Lainey, I don't know, we were camping, so... She said, where did this come from? And I was like, I don't know. One of the trips your dad and I did, I we started something. I don't know where it came from. So it's just kind of this 
it's not a, a goal to be the better person. It's the, I'm teaching you how to do it. I don't know which one of us came from it, but here you go. I just, I love that, that being on display that I'm not trying to be the best that I'm, but I'm trying to teach you something. So that like the goal of a healthy marriage and enjoying each other is we get to give that to our next round, which is our kids and enjoy each other, which you said before we started something about, you know, we've got lots of joy going on in our home, Mm -hmm. uh, which we tell our listeners all the time, but I, maybe they miss it. Some of those, Mm -hmm. we all live together. Mm -hmm. So one big household of two different marriages happening Technically, two different families happening. Mm-hmm. Um, one just has children still underage, mm-hmm. and the other one three not generation and goats, generations. And goats. Yeah. <laughs> when they have kids. I Dogs, guess yeah. goats, all chickens. of that. But there is so much um, in in your marriage leading in enjoying each other, and then in our marriage leading in in enjoying each other, and then how we put that on display and require that as the next tier with our kids and our family. You know. Everyone wonders why do you kids like each other so much? Wow, well, I, I don't know how to live a life where they don't like. That's such a high priority of our house is that we stay in this place of protecting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the fruit of connection. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, John fifteen. You know, if you abide in me and I abide in you. Together, we're going to bear much fruit. Mm-hmm. And that, that flow of life back and forth, is it, it's very much just abiding in. But really, that is another, uh, another description of connection, connectedness, and protecting that. And when you get cut off in disconnection, there's just a withering. And the first thing to go is your joy. Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing that goes in a disconnect is joy. Mm-hmm. First casualty, <laughs> shoot it in the head. There's no joy happening here in disconnection so the goal of reconnecting maturing connection is the fruit of that is i can i can tell that you two are connected because you're enjoying each other and if you're not enjoying each other then i really question your so-called connection so pay attention to the fruit on your tree in the relationships that you're building because I think the again and again, I look around our family and I, 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 people come into our environment and they are happy. They are they <laughs> yes. they get in on it. You know, they get to, they're over there just eating a eating a you know. I don't know a, what you eat like this. Joy, I'm just eating some joy. Come on, come over here and Why feast not? with us because um, I, I think our dogs are happy. <laughs> They are. <laughs> Winston's debatable. The cat's, the cat's mostly happy. Yeah. It's just, I mean, there yeah. is a, a a fruit that comes mm-hmm. from I, the emphasis and the success and connection. So how do you create this protected experience of biting in him and staying connected and protecting it? Like we, the stories everybody knows from the two of you is you had – to fight for that. Ben and I didn't have to fight as long. We still had our own battle. And I look at our kids, I'm like, you're going to have your own battle. As it Hopefully it lessens a little bit. It's a little softer landing than, mm-hmm. you know. But how do you, how do you create and foster that in your home and in your marriage specifically? Uh, well, I'll go. 
Um, I just think that it's a priority. You know, it's mm-hmm. something that you set as a priority, and then you're willing to do the work yeah. to yeah. to grow it and to keep it. Mm-hmm. So, again and again, one of the things that happens is as you examine your ability to connect to others and their experience of connection with you, your experience of connection with them, there's lots of feedback going back and forth as to what the problem is. Like, like we're disconnected again. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? And it's always so shocking when you find out that half of it's yours. <laughs> you know, it's just like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Can we look at this again? Like, how, how does this keep happening? Sure? How am I half of this problem? Like, well, it's because you're half of the connection. Yeah. So what is it that you are not willing to adjust? What is it that you are uh, unaware that you're bringing? What is it that you are uh, unyielding in uh, adjusting? Mm. And... I think over time, eventually, you just you just become. I know we talk about when you get the older you get, the more tender you get, or the more. So to look like each other, people say. That, that's true. That's true. I can't wait for your beard. I'll tell in. you when if the beard starts coming in. I will one hundred percent always tell you. I also uh, thought it, but I didn't say anything. Thanks. That's my that's the record. <laughs> um, I think that our um, our fight is. Is so much less. You know, the older you get, you're just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to fight. So, what do, what do I need to adjust? Mm-hmm. Okay, quicker. It's just happening quicker, mm-hmm. quicker, quicker. Like, oh yeah, because I want the joy. I want to enjoy our time together. I want to enjoy our connection. I, I want to be sure that our, uh, you know, the remainder of our life is as is as loving and as connected as possible. So. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah, I think you have to use that, um, you know, I'm not enjoying you as a, a sign that there's a disconnect instead of I'm not enjoying you and then I start to think about all the reasons, something, that's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> think of all the reasons that it's your fault kind of a thing. But mm-hmm. let that be the flare that goes up is, oh, I'm not enjoying you, I'm disconnected. I mean, I, I think of, we were talking about, animals and fruit and all that but i have a garden mm-hmm. this year and so i'm there's all kinds of reasons why there's you know there's plants that have fruit on them but the ones that are producing fruit they have they're all these things have to be part of the nourishment of that plant you know it's the sun and water and you know they there's no there's no fruit without a bloom first and then the, the bloom has to you know be, have, have some bees or something, you know. So it's just all these elements go to fruit, and I think that's the same thing in a relationship. There's there's certain things that have to be in place mm-hmm. um, for there to be fruit, and so if there's not fruit, then why? I would be looking at, is there enough, you know, the plant's telling me, it's telling me that something's wrong, and... We have the there's things telling you that mm-hmm. something's wrong. You can ignore them, or maybe there's you're so comfortable with them that you you don't do anything about them, or you're so uncomfortable and you're afraid to do something about them. But I th- think for us, we had to fight so hard um, to 
be connected and then keep it and enjoy each other that you, you work on it, try and work on it right away. But if we never took ownership of it, we'd still be fighting. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. Like cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fighting and no fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just, just at that point, I keep thinking about, uh, I cannot find a reference in my head right now, but um, consider it pure joy. Mm-hmm. James Brothers. 1. That's what I thought. I was going to say James 1, but I'm like, I might be wrong in front of the college. I think it's in James, so. Yeah, that's true. Had- but consider it all pure joy or, or hilarious laughter when when you encounter these various trials. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think about it's it's really a personal responsibility. Like that's with our kids. You know, when they're, when they're not, enjoying each, not enjoying each other, we're sending them back in, yeah. into that connection with each other. Go work this out to get back to joy. Mm-hmm. But you have to go work on your own joy. Like if, if you are not working that out with the Lord, you're not bearing fruit with him first, mm-hmm. you're having a hard time. Like you are just the unhappy person to be around. And, and it's obvious when children are connected, Yeah, the hilarious <laughs> joy that's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a happy noise. We happy were noise. camping. Adeline had happy noises the entire time. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was very connected to I, everyone. I found a note the other day from Lincoln to Addie that said, I'm sorry, Addie. Mm-hmm. I really love you. Like they got disconnected making yep. breakfast. Um, That's funny. So I was reported to me when I was on duty. <laughs> um, but then there was this note like that he was working to. Yeah. The best part is we were gone. Yeah. And you he you didn't require that of him. No, I found out afterwards. Yeah. So. But it's the practice of you know getting back to this base as as quickly as possible. And we there's been lots of. Delaney's moved on, going, you know, next adventures, which that could be a whole other episode. It could be a whole other episode. They bring it up every time I get a microphone. It definitely will be in a whole other episode. I'll just be weeping through it. There may be a pause on the Kylo show because Brittany's just sobbing. Uh, But, you know, Adeline's been struggling with this, and and there's, you know, there's now a boy in Laney's life, and so there's distraction. So then Adeline's just angry and feeling disconnected. But what I, again, what happened over and over again is they have been in a culture that prioritizes how do we get back to the space as quick as possible. And one of the things Lainey even said is, I don't want to waste the time that we have this summer fighting over something. What do you need? How can, you know, she's only 17, but it's the same thing. She knows her time is limited in this season of being at home. And so she's trying to figure out how can I help and adjust so that we can get as much joy out of this relationship as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you were, I was thinking earlier, because we were all referencing different points of owning your own stuff in different ways. And so much of that for me is actually learning about yourself. Mm-hmm. So how do you even start there? And I think a lot about the love languages you referenced or mm-hmm. different assessments that we've taken, but that kind of helps me figure out, well, what is going on inside of me that I need differently because we are so different mm-hmm. and everything we do is so different. I, we were camping and we're packing and unpacking and I just think over and over again, oh my gosh, this man is so different than I am. Okay, it's great. It's fine. Because I think as soon as I get angry about something or irritated about something, then I just ruin the whole rest of the time, mm-hmm. which I don't want to do, yeah. but I'm, it's right there. It's just <laughs> right there. And I just want to say, just give into it. But I, I know, okay, I have different needs to things. And he has, he didn't for intentionally forget something, but I was just, Oh man, I, I 
analyze and analyze and analyze. We were joking that I have a color-coordinated piece of paper that says where I need to go shopping and what is at home. And Ben's laughing, but he has so much value for Mm -hmm. that. But it is this, it's like this temptation. If I'm not aware of my own stuff, I look at this temptation and go, oh, that's fact, that's truth. I should lean into that. And then the only thing that that takes is my enjoyment of you. Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden this thing that it's just your differences turns to be my truth that that you are wrong or whatever's going on. Some, and sometimes we have to pause. Um, I'm speaking to myself here, but you know, there's something brewing. A disconnection is brewing. We're trying to work on something. We're different, and and it's just like, okay, do I adjust, address this right now, or do we just wait till later because mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin our whole camping trip or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. do. It is a need I have, and we need to figure it out. But sometimes just being able to go, all right, let's just put this. You aside. usually have better conversations too when you pause. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Don't write that email. Um, Don't say that. We had some friends that had a little phrase mm-hmm. that they would use when they would um, start arguing. One of them would say, "Kiss me quick." And then the other one had to, they agreed ahead of time, of course, to, it's, it's hard to kiss somebody when you're ticked at them, you know? So, I mean, I think those kinds of things work, work tools. Have a, that was their little mechanism. Code, code word. Their little mechanism built into their relationship of my goal is connection. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, no matter how bad this gets, one of us can roll a, Kiss me quick, grenade out there, and, <laughs> grenade. It, and it, re, it reconnects us. And that's a commitment. You know, that's a commitment that you have to protecting long term, protecting the value of connection. Like we're still not connected just because we kissed, mm-hmm. but our anxiety dropped considerably mm-hmm. because we both conceded to the agreement yeah. of kiss me quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I, it, it feels like we watch married couples often. They just seem to lower the the standard almost of, you know, we, we got through all these phases. We got married. We bought a house. We had babies. We, we did all these things. And we just kind of, like what, what Brittany's saying, we didn't learn to understand each other. So we just kind of settle in where we are. And I, I, I think people are out to create a not fun, unenjoyable environment, but they're just... We, we didn't keep growing. We didn't keep looking at opportunities. So the the uh, the opportunity right here, and this is often parents whose kids have left the house, the, the empty nesters, they turn to, other, turn to each other and go, we didn't do the work. Now we what? We don't understand each other. <laughs> we don't have anything to agree on anymore. That yeah. thing that I should be valuing about you that's different is still a threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so just that that piece right there, I think, that's, that's my encouragement. And really part of our journey we're still on is um, – let me understand you even more, and and this is this is me over here, so I can enjoy that about you. Because if not, you're scaring me <laughs> mm-hmm. all the time. I'm sure it's just creating something you'll protect. Yeah, yeah, yeah and protecting what you create. Yeah, mm-hmm. like okay, we, we we're a work in progress here, but we're going to create. You know, we're going to protect this creation because we're invested. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as soon as people give themselves permission to stop investing. They give themselves permission to destroy. Yeah. Mm. Like mm. I don't have anything left in there to protect, so yeah. I don't care what happens to it. Yeah. It's like those. Uh, as soon as a building becomes abandoned, mm-hmm. 
it's then filled usually Vulnerable. with mm-hmm. homeless or any or graffiti. Yeah, yeah. It, it all of a sudden there's nothing. It still has value. I mean, there's the structure. There's all these things that if you were to strip everything away and sell, there's still great value. But whoever owns it um, decided that it wasn't enough to protect, and so then it becomes this thing. And and then with the cleanup of that is so much harder than if Tear I just down. if I just gave a little bit of effort and and maintenance to this. And it's mm-hmm. it's just a bummer. I think that's a lot of marriages that we see is that it it just. You know, everybody's looking to do the self-help stuff. And a lot of times they go, I want to do the self-help in you. I want to help you be a better person. So that you know I, what you need. Yeah. And like, turn your someday, finger around. Someday you could be me. <laughs> totally. Exactly. <laughs> but are you so great? That's Lucky my question. You. Well, are you so yeah. great? Because you think you're great, but who else thinks Anybody you're great? Anybody could yeah. have a perfect marriage if they were married to Danny Sill. Yeah. <laughs> you heard that. Oh, God. <laughs> so it is. It just is a, it's the value of a, a having growth, like you said. It's the value of, um, I, I think we tell people this often, is don't ever stop losing the value for learning mm-hmm. and grow yeah. together. Like that is, I think that's been our secret. We got married so young, mm-hmm. which is really... Looking at Delaney, all of this is more like, emphasis because we have a child now. Uh, that's age. right there. Watch, I'm so glad you guys are enjoying that view. I, <laughs> not that she's getting married, but just that she's becoming an adult. Yeah, it's, it's well, crazy. I mean, I'm watching them, and and I'm I'm wanting to say, make sure that you enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. Make sure because they're you know. They're, they're two super awkward, <laughs> uncomfortable. You know, they're kind of oh, 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 oh. I'm like, okay, okay, you gotta, you gotta have some fun here. Like, yeah. make sure. Can you have fun together? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think that a lot of couples make enjoying each other the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and then it slides down to avoid conflict. Yeah. So the goal of our relationship is to. Just not be in conflict. Like, oh gosh, that is the yeah. that is the wrong end to work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, work on enjoying each other. How yeah. how are we going to do that? What is our intentional behavior, yeah. thoughts, investment, mm-hmm. long term? Is yeah. that we're going to enjoy the heck out of each other? What are we doing? I think one of the things that really helped us that I'm so thankful for, and I've had this conversation with different people over the years, and I. It, and it was the, I was going to talk about it, then I'll say it first. It was the long distance, mm. you know. And I, I would encourage people to try and recreate move long distance, Australia like move away. <laughs> then um, date each other. And, you know, there was so many lessons that happened when we actually got in the same country and got married and all that. But the being forced to just become friends and just learn how, how, to, how to enjoy each other through conversation created a different opportunity than had we been together um, and it doesn't mean you cannot, and you absolutely can. But just that priority that you're saying on learn to enjoy each other, and and the way I'm saying it here is just learn to become friends first. Mm-hmm. Um, it just felt like such a helpful foundation for us. And this is the sabotage of premarital sex: yep. is that we hop over the uh, the the structure, the 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 behaviors that take time to become friends, yep. mm-hmm. and we. And we jump into this massive overload of of pleasure and endorphins and all the stuff. You're like, wow, okay, now what you've done is you've just undermined your 
true read on the progress mm-hmm. of your friendship. Yeah. Like how many of your friends you having sex with? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like That's none of them. That's not weird. You're the only friend I'm having sex <laughs> with. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I mean that 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 is so that forces us into a whole different set of like I will go back to the friends I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And the friends that I'm not enjoying anymore are no longer friends. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. So you have to cultivate this friendship skill set in your marriage with the long-term goal of enjoying them more. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a lot easier to just skip over the work of becoming friends and in the premarital part mm-hmm. of and just get to the physical. And I, I was talk, talking to the girls actually about premarital sex. And I said, you know, sex is just, it's a very kind of selfish game. You know, it is, it, it's beautiful in marriage and it becomes this thing, but outside of marriage, it's pretty much just a selfish thing that you're looking to feed mm-hmm. at, which is why it's so important that you understand the value and the beauty in marriage and the value of really loving this person and enjoying them. So you can have it where it doesn't feel so selfish and mm-hmm. self-seeking and satisfying in this way. And I said, so becoming best friends with the person you're going to marry is probably the biggest goal you could have. Yeah. And, and then sex is just the icing on the cake. It's yeah. just all, better yeah, yeah how many friends how many of your friends are you making out with how many of your friends are you holding <laughs> hands with how many of your friends all of that stuff is a distraction away from the friendship building skills yeah. of enjoying each other mm-hmm. and that that feels like one of the core pieces so once you do get married and you are having sex how do we get back to keep practicing this friendship piece yeah and, and i think one of the questions i have for you guys to answer maybe on a different podcast but you know, what takes that away? Like, what, what's robbing from that friendship? Mm-hmm. Which is a different way of saying the enjoyment of marriage. Well, we have a couple of questions coming up, so we could dive in. I think one of them Great. just sits right on that. Cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll be back in just a minute to answer that question. Cliffhanger. <laughs> As a business leader... What if you're doing people development all wrong? See, great leaders know the importance of investing in the human side of their business, but many either don't know where to start or they use traditional approaches that don't really work. Old training approaches like buying everyone a leadership book, bringing in a speaker, or doing a once a year offsite might feel good in the moment, but are often a waste of time and money. And that's because when people get back to work, they just slip into their old habits again. You see, personal growth doesn't happen all at once, it happens over time. That's why the new way to develop your people, strengthen your teams, and invest in your culture is to create an ongoing people development system, not a one-time event. But how? Well, I'm glad you asked because I've got a free gift for business leaders that's going to help. I'm Charles Cowan, founder of the people development company GrowthStream, and we've discovered a simple but powerful four-step system that makes development easy. And we're giving away our secrets in a free training video. In this training, you'll learn how to develop your people in less than one hour per month using our simple four-step system. Plus, you'll learn how to do it yourself if you have time or outsource it if you're busy. So if you're a business owner, HR manager, or leader and want to learn about the new way to develop your people, strengthen your teams, and invest in your culture, then go to growthstreamtraining.com to see the video before it's gone. Again, that's growthstreamtraining.com. 
All right. Well, we're going to jump into kind of where Ben was leading off and jumping into the first question we have, which I'll read and we'll kind of go from there. Uh, First question says, what should you do if you are married to someone who doesn't seem to want to pursue joy? In life as a human or with you? Mm -hmm. Because they're usually... They go together sometimes. They can. They can definitely go together. But, I mean, some people just want to be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, well, that's a drag. So, But it doesn't keep you from enjoying your life and your relationships. And you can even find things about them to enjoy. So all that to say they don't control your side of the joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that specifically about um let's just say marriage uh, yeah marriage (laughs) in marriage i i think um what do you do about it is i think do an evaluation (laughs) on yourself first Mm -hmm. um get away from the blame and uh there's just so much when you're hurt and disconnected i can't enjoy you if i'm hurt and disconnected and i'm defending myself or protecting myself or you know, in my head, I'm running around scenarios of all the times you've ever did this or that that caused just, you know, it's just, it's just an endless, you know, I remember the scene in Apollo 13 when they find out they can't get to the moon and they have to figure out how to come back and they're arguing with each other on whose, whose fault is it that we're in this place? And, you know, finally, you know, Tom Hanks is, role he he says uh, I'm not going to fight for 20 minutes because we're still going to end up in the same exact spot we were and we wasted 20 minutes of trying to solve the problem you know and for them it was life and death but in in marriage I think it's just like how many days are you how many many nights am I going to sleep ticked at you Mm -hmm. like don't you dare touch me don't you dare Talk to me, don't you? You know, in my head, I'm just in my head. You've had those thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> just heard about people. Uh, <laughs> I've heard it once. One said one time, um, "You should be on the couch or whatever your head is doing." Um, yeah, you just—it's just wasted time, and so it's like humble yourself. And I, wasn't that Bill's answer to you every time? You would talk to him. Did you humble yourself, Danny, mm-hmm. or something? It was yeah. like that's Bill's. Bill Johnson's a marriage advice, and it's it is that self assessment. The thing I hate most about it is it worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad it worked. Yeah, <laughs> but it is that. Let me come to you with, I'm sorry, and there shouldn't be a but after the. I'm sorry, That's but not really an apology. <laughs> yeah, it has yeah, a but. I'm sorry, but it wasn't me. But it, it was you. You did this. I apologize for you. <laughs> Ask me how I know. Yeah. I just think about how, tell me how you can justify robbing joy in your marriage by your, your, whatever you're not owning or, you know, silent treatments. Like tell, tell me how that is the Lord mm-hmm. that you're willing to punish somebody or withhold something or uh, have this self-righteous, you know, because I did this, I will do this. I, that none of that ever mm-hmm. went. So where'd you get permission to turn your love off? Yeah, who who? Where does that ever come in that that ever works? Mm-hmm. So um, they may not be 
a joyful person, uh, but you know, whoever you're around, uh, uh, this is where boundaries come in in marriage, and it's not a, a bad thing, but you get to still be a joyful person. And you know, the the Bible says that uh, if you want friends, be friendly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you want joy, <laughs> um, bring some. Yeah. Bring some with you. Bring joy with you because if you blame the other person for your miserable life, you're miserable to be around. Mm -hmm. And so some people aren't experiencing joy in their relationships because they didn't bring any. Yeah. So take care of that part of the problem and be sure to bring joy with you. Mm -hmm. Um, Asking another question, like maybe you guys can answer this, uh, but like we're so different. And how we enjoy life is very different. You know, if, if we say, let's go have fun, there are very <laughs> different lists <laughs> of what fun is. It's, Mine includes G-forces usually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And Or things that I'm, you know, underwater or some claustrophobic. <laughs> underwater <laughs> torture chamber. Torture. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, but that is one of the ways you enjoy each other, spending time together, Mm -hmm. doing things that you love to do, having Mm -hmm. shared experiences. But you guys being so different, how do you overcome the, uh, well, you guys maybe have like the same, more of the same things than Danny and I, but I'm just saying in those circumstances, how do we enjoy each other when we're so different? I I guess I would keep looking until you find something Mm -hmm. that you both could Enjoy. Um, so if the first time you attempt it and it doesn't go well, it doesn't mean you stop. Right. It's kind of like the first time you tried riding a bike. If it didn't go well, don't stop. Mm-hmm. Or driving a car. Sex. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that usually never works out the first time. Wow, if that's the example okay, of sex in the first time. Again. Yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't have any children. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Less joy. Um, <laughs> but it's like James stopping. <laughs> no, I, I said you'd have less joy if you stopped. <laughs> I think the thing I was thinking about with this question and the last question as well is um, checking, in on, checking in on the goal of your marriage. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if the goal is disconnection, then you're probably ha- having a hard time finding something you enjoy together because mm-hmm. you're trying to protect yourself. Yeah. Um, so first of all, let's make sure we have the same goal. And if we don't, because yeah. um, I think one of the things Brittany's done for me is when she can see my joys waning or my, my goals changing, she'll check in and say, hey, you okay over there? What's happening? I'm fine. I don't believe you. It's usually her response then. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what's going on. We had to work up to that one. We did. Mm-hmm. But there's well, there's trust there, and there's all these different elements that we've worked on for a while. But the the opportunity to get in there and say, hey, this is the standard. We we, we want to enjoy each other. And then um, just in impractical, I think, I didn't know Brittany liked the outdoors when we first got married. I mean, it was there, but... That's that's become. I didn't something like the outdoors I with small children. I, I didn't know <laughs> small children. Sure, her <laughs> growing up in my home. I yeah, outdoors with children. But this, this girl's often the instigator now. Like let's <laughs> let's go fight the outdoors somewhere. It's awesome. Well, but that's that's something we love to do together and both really enjoy. And yeah, I, yeah. There's uh, that's the part of just practice. Yeah. I mean, every we were telling horror stories of camping because we were just <laughs> out there, and and most of mine were around having little. T- Toddlers yeah. eating dirt mm-hmm. and not sleeping. Leading youth, youth camps. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I don't like those camping trips. But this camping trip was so much fun because I didn't. 
children did all the things on their own. I was mm -hmm. like, this is great. We could totally do this more often because, <laughs> I mean, I cook, which is normal. It's a little bit more work to make coffee. I don't love that, but hey, it's all right. It's way better for whatever reason after I've had to work for 15 minutes to make a cup of coffee. <laughs> <It's> desperate. <laughs> totally. I love it. But, um, yeah, I, I just think it's, it's very different, but it's trying. I mean, we've gone on vacation and had to purposely plan out things for both of us. Like, okay, we're going to go snorkeling mm -hmm. with potential sharks or <laughs> scary things Underwater. in the water. <laughs> Is there a cage involved? Are you being trapped? No cages. <laughs> um, and we're going to read on the beach uh -huh. and, yeah. in the sun, you know. Um, so, I mean, I just think we're so different and what do we, what can we do together that we both mm -hmm. enjoy? You know, he loves to drive. And I love for him to enjoy being with me, um, find me interesting. So let's go on a little road trip together and enjoy music and conversations or a podcast or I talk, you listen. <laughs> um, I think you can do it. You just have to plan it and mm -hmm. um, enjoy and be fun on when you're doing the thing that's not comfortable maybe for you. Yeah. I mean, we go hiking, and then Ben's like, you want to keep hiking? I'm like, no, I've arrived at <laughs> yeah. destination. Yeah. I am waiting here until we have to leave here. That's, I'm I'm good right now. I did the outdoors. I'm enjoying this water. You want me to go do more than I have to? No. I, I sat for 10 minutes. What I know. Do? Then that's when I'm like, I'm going to put the hammock up in the shade and just Chill. peace out. <laughs> and Ben, oh, you're taking the dog? Great. Love you. Bye. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know? And, and I'm, I'm okay with that piece. I think that's the other part is not having to – feel like I yeah. have to meet all those extra adventure needs. I'm like, oh, I'm, we're, we're checking out, the box. <laughs> and if you want to go, you know, you've got turbo boosters. I don't know about have at it. I am content right here and I'm happy for you. Yeah. I think those are the adjustments we make to that are, I, I'm, I'm, I have reached my limit mm -hmm. and, I'm, and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But I, I just, that's something that Ben said, you know, what's the goal of your marriage? What's the goal of your relationship? You are not going to find places of connection and commonality if if you don't have the goal of connection. You're yeah. just not going to because being so different, not having things in common, not enjoying things together is actually part of your goal. Yep. When goal when your goal is distance, all those things, all those problems serve your goal. Mm -hmm. So you've got to own that. You've got to own, oh, we're just different. Oh, we just didn't, oh, we don't enjoy yeah. things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, all of that is coming from yes. you are screwing up the whole thing <laughs> with your goal. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny how people are, are so willing to say, it's fine. We just do different things. And you have almost separate yeah. groups, separate, separate lives. lives. Yeah. Right. You know, and the only place that you come back to are usually the kids or the dog or whatever one place you do have the goal of connection around. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty big indicator. Mm -hmm. And you'll find ways to enjoy your children because your goal is connection with them. So mm -hmm. why are you playing with army men in the dirt? Because <laughs> that's not classically something that you're famous for, it's right? Not, it's not your favorite thing yeah, Why are you dressed up like a ballerina? <laughs> you know, why is this happening Then why are your fingernails painted again? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are you out there shooting baskets yeah. and, uh, you know, you... Water cans. You don't 
love this. You know, why are you why you know why are you doing this thing to serve the goal of connection? Yeah. And that is exactly what happens to you when your goal is connection, is you go enjoy yep. them. Mm-hmm. That's what you do because that's built into the fabric of, of, of why. Yep. Why you do what you do is to enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's telling when you make a list of excuses as to why you don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's, what, what you're telling is, everybody around you your goal Mm -hmm. so just pay attention to the words that come out of your mouth and then go watch over your heart because that's where it started and out you know watch over your heart be diligent to watch over your heart because from that flows the issues of your life yeah Yeah. good bad and ugly it's true all right well what a great series good landing right there it was uh (laughs) It's like, landing. it's like we do this all the time. We had a lot of fun. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Thanks for uh, putting on display our marriages. It's fun to be here again. Mm-hmm. It's fun to have you. Maybe we'll do it again. Maybe. More marriage. Mm-hmm. More. More marriage. <laughs> all right. Well, we will see you next time on The Kylo Show. Thanks for listening. Never miss an episode of The Kylo Show by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch us on the Loving on Purpose YouTube channel. Don't forget to submit your questions and testimonies to thekyloshow.com. The Kylo Show is produced by Ali Armading, co-produced by Ashley Beck and Anna Hill, sound engineer and edited by Taylor Silk, and show promoter Christian Zamora. Don't forget, whole healthy families, gonna save the world. <laughs>